0: Welcome to the Inclusive Networker Podcast, where we make network marketers, small business owners, and solopreneurs aware of blind spots that could be keeping their networks and businesses small. We give them tips and simple, practical tools to make their businesses more inclusive, and we teach our listeners how to build inclusive communities that support diverse customers, team members, and business partners. So if you want to authentically build relationships with diverse communities of customers or business partners. You are in the right place, but be warned. You will be challenged, but here's the thing. You won't be judged. I'm your host, Dr. Ramona. I'm a speaker, coach, consultant, public health professor, wife, mom, and a fierce challenger of broken systems that keep people from reaching their highest potential. I'm so excited to be with you on your journey to becoming an inclusive networker. Let's jump right in. Hey, hey. hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Inclusive Networker podcast. I am so excited that you are here. And today we are just going to jump right in because I have so much for you. As you all know, if you have been listening, uh, this is the ROAR uh, series that I'm doing. So ROAR, it stands for Recruitment, Onboarding, Accountability, and Retention. And it is specifically for... Uh, network marketers who are, are ready to roar. They're ready to have their voice heard as it relates to uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion principles in their recruitment, uh, in their onboarding, their accountability, and their retention. And so I'm excited to uh, start to bring you the, the pieces of roar and to really help you to understand how you're going to implement these DEI principles uh, in the work that you do. And so, so, one thing that I've really been thinking about with this Roar series is what does it take for a person to roar, to really bring in these DEI principles, to really develop an inclusive marketing system? And, you know, I often say that I am trying to get people to speak up for diversity, to incorporate these principles, to really stand out by using DEI. And a lot of times people have not been speaking up for themselves. So it makes it very difficult to speak up for others and to have these types of conversations. DEI doesn't always have to be controversial, but It can be right. And so we have to ensure that we have what we need to be able to have the conversation and therefore to advocate for somebody else. And so I was thinking about this and thinking about the idea of risk, rejection, and then how all of that leads to recruitment. And so I'm I'm calling this today uh, risk, rejection and recruitment, because there are so many things that have to come before we're able to recruit a person onto our team. So let's let's just jump right in and talk about this. So when we think about risk, you absolutely have to be willing to take a risk if you are going to recruit somebody who doesn't look like you. So what is the issue with taking a risk? A lot of times people have taken a risk and they have gotten burned, right? Because they have been in situations where uh, they felt like they said the wrong thing. They they tried to speak up. They ask a question that somebody else may have deemed as a silly question or something like that. And so we have to really get into the place where we risk and then we step or we speak and repeat, okay? So risk, speak, repeat. Risk, speak, repeat. That is the only way you're going to get comfortable with getting out of your comfort zone, speaking up for diversity, equity, and inclusion, talking to people who don't look like you, advocating for someone who is not just like you, okay? And so one thing that I want you all to do is to think about what have been the situations in your life when speaking up did cause you to uh, have to retreat or it caused you to uh, feel embarrassed or anything like that. And then we have got to say, okay, that was an instance that happened. It was a very real feeling. But now, what I, I was listening to uh, Darius Daniels the other day, and he said, if you have a fear of something, then you have got to replace that fear with a fear that's even greater. That is the only way to get over a fear. So, what do we mean by that in this context? If you have a fear of speaking up, then you need to think about what is the bigger fear of what would happen if you didn't speak up, right? So I always use this example of if someone was hit by a car and that happened in front of you, would you protect the driver, Absolutely not. You would not say, I'm not going to say anything to the driver because I need to be sure that I protect that person. And then you just leave the person on the ground that's hurt and broken because you want to protect the driver. No. (laughs) So why would you do that in a situation where it's time for you to speak up? Right. And so that's what we need to think about. What is it that's a bigger fear. Is it that I would leave somebody dying and broken emotionally, right? If I don't speak up for them. So is that not more of a fear for you than just um, being quiet, right? Or th- what could happen to you? No, you could leave this person broken and you know, just scarred for life if you don't speak up. And so take a risk. You have got to get to the point where you now take a risk. So think about that. That is the first thing. So if you are willing and able to take a risk, then you will be able to move forward and actually recruit people that don't look like you, okay? Okay. So risk, take a risk. Next thing, rejection. So many people, and we all all deal with rejection every single day. You are rejected at home. You are rejected at work. You're rejected as you walk down the street. If you're not comfortable with rejection, there is no way you can go out and recruit people who don't look like you, right? So let me define rejection for you. Rejection in the the Macmillan dictionary it's defined as a refusal to accept, approve or support something or a refusal to show someone the love and kindness that they need or expect or the feeling that someone does not love or want you. So let me ask you a question, are you rejecting yourself? It is so difficult to accept other people if you are rejecting yourself. So what does rejecting yourself look like? Well, you know that you need to do something for your business, but you tell yourself that this is the attack of the inner me, that I always say, not the enemy, the inner me. So you're telling yourself, I can't do this. I don't know enough. I don't have enough time. I'm not gonna show up for myself, right? You're showing up for everybody and everything else, but you're not showing up for yourself, right? And so if you're rejecting you, it's very difficult to show up for somebody else. So let me tell you what is a telltale sign that you are rejecting yourself, okay? When you are rejected, you get used to being ignored, Hmm. So when you are used to being ignored, then you get to stay in the background. You're rejecting yourself, maybe not outright and saying, you know, hey, you I reject you, but you're rejecting yourself by not putting yourself out there. So you can't roar if you don't even put yourself out there. You're not visible. You're not wanting to be out in front of the crowd because you're going back to, number one, afraid of rejection. Right. And so when we are afraid of rejection, when we're not willing to take a risk, it is very difficult for us to recruit. Okay. So we got to take care of those things. We got to step out, take a risk. And then we have got to stop rejecting ourselves before we can even think about what we're going to do with other people. Okay. So as we move through this idea of risk and rejection, then we can think about recruitment. Right. So the first thing that I want you to think about is what is your own lens? So your lens is going to be what what happened when you grew up, what things made you be who you are? Okay. what is your background? What are some of the things that affected you? What are some of your triggers? What is the little girl or the little boy inside your head? Um, what what hurt them back then that you're still being triggered by, okay? So I always say, you know, I was raised in the South. I was raised in a very Christian home. I was raised by a dad who was a police officer and a mom who was a teacher. So all of those things really shape how I see the world. So when we think about uh, this idea of recruitment, I can say, sure, I'd like to recruit somebody who looks and thinks and acts like me. But when I do that, that creates a situation where I am not recruiting diversity. I am only recruiting people who are exactly like me and why is that an issue, right? Because I need diversity of thought. I need to look at diversity of, um, you know, not not only just uh, race, but language, perspectives. All of those things matter when we're thinking about how do we really compete in the global marketplace? You cannot do that if you don't have diverse people, right, on your team, So that's the first thing to think about. And then the second thing is, are you even interacting with diverse people? So are you following diverse people on social media? Are you going out to events with people who are diverse, right? Those things are essential to you recruiting individuals who are diverse on your team. If you never interact with people who are diverse, then how do you think you're going to pre- to create a culture of diversity on your team, right? And so here are the things I want you to get from today. I'm gonna make this short and, and sweet, but these three R's, risk. Are you willing to take a risk? If you are, how have you dealt with rejection that you have received in your own life? We have got to be able to move past rejection in order to get to the third R, which is recruitment. How do we look at our own lens and determine how that is affecting the way that we interact with diverse people? And then how do we ensure that we are, you know, doing the things that we need to do to create a culture of diversity on our teams? So, Um, following diverse people, right? Making sure that individuals who uh, have diverse perspectives that we're not getting mad and angry with them but that we're listening and we're able to adapt and change our systems based on the things that we hear from them. And so risk, taking care of rejection and recruitment are the things that I want you to take from today. Take a chance and get out there, take a risk. (laughs) Make sure you deal with a rejection and then you are able to recruit diverse people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Inclusive Networker. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Inclusive Networker. You can find out all the information for our fabulous guests today in the show notes. But don't forget to subscribe to The Inclusive Networker podcast and to look out for a new episode each week on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramona. And as always, remember, I see you and I'm cheering you on and I dare you to defy limits. See you on the next episode of The Inclusive Networker.